Hey guys, I'm Bailey, and welcome back to Bailey's TV's Rants, where I rant about all my favorite TV shows. Welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. Man, has it been a while. Been busy, like most people, but I'm glad to be back and getting into it. With some Supergirl work. Coming back for the second half of Supergirl. 608. Welcome back, Kara. Ooh, man, was I excited for this to come back. It's a little sad because this means the last run of Supergirl episodes. Because it's the last season. But we're about to have fun. So let's get into it. So opening scene. Brainy is uh, hurrying through the streets. All black. Looks like he's on a spy mission. Holding some black box full of stuff. What is it? We don't know. But it looks like classic braining. So he gets back to the tower. And it is revealed that in said black box is a wonderful cake. Uh, in fact, a donut cake for Kara and this uh, welcome back party Ooh, uh, for Kara. So nice. Everybody's so excited that Kara's back. Me too. I'm right there with them. Uh, and so they were trying to make sure Brittany made it back on time. Brittany's like, did I do it? Did I make it back? And they're like, yeah. Uh, but um, they only had a time limit because uh, they thought Brittany would eat the cake. And uh, Brittany said that he would never because he quotes... I want things to be perfect for Supergirl when she wakes up. My heart melted. Oh my gosh. Oh. Brainy, you're going to make me cry. And it's been like two minutes in the episode. Um, then we cut to Kara. She's having some flashbacks, having some nightmares about the Phantom Zone. I don't blame her. Traumatic experience. Uh, but she wakes up and under the sun lamps. Uh, Alex is right next to her, and chit chat makes sure everything's okay, and she is very assertive and making sure that Alex knows that she does not want to hear the word phantom in anything, not even a Star Wars prequel, especially the Star Wars prequel. And I was like, whoa, Kara, hold on. Don't hate on the Phantom Menace, all right? I don't appreciate it. And it's really funny because a title of an earlier episode was Phantom Menace. And I thought that was funny. Good callback, writers. You did one thing right. Um, but the uh, funny thing is that they haven't told her yet is about the Phantom Attacks. And so you kind of see Alex's face like, uh, uh, should I tell her? I'm, I'm not going to tell her. This is going to be awkward. So. We cut back to uh, the tower, the lobby of the tower, the main room, I guess. And um, they're all ready. Decorations are up. Car comes up. The elevator comes out. And everybody's there waiting for her cheering. Oh, it's the best moment ever. Everybody goes around getting their hugs. Brainies, like I miss you so much. And Nia goes in now. People are upset 
that me and Kara didn't share anything, like have any words with each other. I disagree. I am not upset. I don't think there needs to be words. I think their facial expressions give away their emotions, and I thought it was perfect. I think no words are needed for their friendship. And then John and Lena. Lena made me cry because Lena was crying. When Lena cries, I cry. Um, and Kara says to her, it's only because of you on the team I'm here. And, oh, Kara, you, honey, just, like, broke every Super Corp shipper's heart ever. Like, that was, oof, like a gut punch, let me tell ya. But, uh, Zorel, Kara's dad, is also there. He's also... Hanging on, he got out of the sun lamps earlier than Kara, um, but he has decided that he would like to stay on Earth and see what um, Kara's been up to. And so they take him to Catco. Is that the best idea? No, it's not. Um, but he's obviously in disguise. He's got the glasses and everything. Um, get up the elevator, and who's there? Andrea, of course. So Nia rushes uh Zorel or Uncle Archie um out of the elevator and Andrea and Cara have a little talk because Cara's cover story created by Mia was that she was in some uh rebel organization or something um embedded and didn't have any internet access so um Andrea's like I cannot wait for the story it's gonna be so good um, and Kara tells her that uh, she actually doesn't have a story because the leader of this rebel group was going to deny everything. So there's no story there. Um, and so Andrea like immediately changes her tone and her mood. Um, and she's just, she's not happy about it, obviously. Um, and then we have a meeting, Kekko. Andrea is really pushing hard to get Catco back on top. She is not happy where Catco is. And so she's going to get on it. And what's her way to get on it is uh, Andrea wants Cara to do a story on the Phantom Attacks. Uh, so now Cara knows, and this is the first she's hearing about it, how fun, right? <laughs> and so she immediately, like, like Mia's like what the heck is this you did not tell me about this why um but then William shows up she says hi to William you know a little awkward she didn't get to say goodbye blah 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 she feels a little guilty and he's like no no it's okay like understands he's like I came in here undercover so I think we're equal now and that's funny um but he has a girlfriend which, oh, the only time I was happy about something William said. Um, yeah, he has a girlfriend. And so Kara's like, oh, I'm really happy for you. And so that was nice. Yeah. I'm glad William has something else about him going on. Um, and then we cut to Zorel and Nia. Uh, standing out in the balcony at Catco, just chit-chatting about having powers, how hard it can be, and uh, Mia's like, sort of 
being vague about herself in a way. And I thought that was really funny. Um, about her power, she's like, especially when you don't get a manual with them because she never learned with her power. She kind of just got them and didn't have any way because her mom died. So she has nobody to help her and she's not on good ties with her sister. So that also doesn't help. Yeah, um, but Zorel sees a satellite falling in the sky. Um, and he's like, I'm gonna go save it with Kara. Um, and I was like, let me show you the powers we have and everything. So they're going around. She's like, use your freeze breath. And I think this is a little fun moment, father, daughter, you know. Um, but they go to where the satellite falls. And it's just a big toxic trash spill in the ocean. Humongous. Um, and who has done this trash spill? None other than Lex and the DEO. Here we go. We're bringing back Lex. <sighs> I am oh so done with Lex at this point. I, oh, I'm not a big fan of having villains stick around for multiple seasons. I'm okay with some comebacks here and there, and especially if said villain has character growth. For example, Damien Dark with Legend of Tomorrow comes in as a villain season two but every time he comes back he has some sort of growth and he gets better and I get more interested in the character that does not happen with Lex it's not it's not there so it's making me a little annoyed I'm not gonna lie um but then so Kara comes to Catco with this story that she wants to do on this toxic trash spill from Lex and the DO and Andrea's like no, you have the phantom story. I'm going to give this one to William. And you are doing this phantom story with Supergirl. And back in the tower, once again, it's Zorel. And he is really intrigued, you could say, about this trash spill. And he thinks that the environmental crisis on Earth is gonna have the same end as it did on Krypton and he is going to do something about it. Um and so they're trying to figure out, you know, like he's like there's information on Krypton that I could use that could help here. It's like the crystal that Clark came with that has all the information. Where is it? And Car's like, I have something better. So she takes her dad to the fortress of solitude. Yes, the fortress. Um, and then we cut back to the tower. Uh, it's Lena and Nia having a bit of heart to heart um, about their moms and about um, their sort of phantom dreams that they had in 607. Um, it's really hard not having a mom especially for Nia, you know, it's kind of a changing time, whereas Lena didn't ever have a mom, so that's always rough, you know, like her real biological mom, she had Lillian, but not quite the same, you know, um, but then Nia asks Lena about her phantom dream, and so uh, Lena explains how she kind of defeated it, I guess you could say, um, 
and she let the water monster overtake her, and it turned into her mother. Now, this I am taking as major foreshadowing for the rest of season six and sort of Lena's uh, things that she does, you know? And the stuff that she learns about her mom. Um, and kind of her becoming more like her biological mom. So I think that was big foreshadowing there. Um, but they come back to, oh no, they're still in the fortress, my bad. Um, back in the fortress, Kara is having flashbacks because last time she was in the fortress, um, is when she got put into the phantom zone by Lex. That's not good. But then Kellick shows up. His girl's like, got excited. It's like, you have a Kellick. Oh my gosh. And then he gets the idea. So they go back to the fortress with Kellick. And they're going to use Kellick to clean up the oceans. Um, so they're like, we, Zorel's like, we can do this. Um, if we especially use other alien technology, this could really work. Um, Brainy and John are a little, a little bit hesitant on this, um, just because, like John says, it's, uh, not all alien tech works well together, but Zorel is super duper confident in this, and so with hesitation, they let Kellex go out and, uh, start cleaning up the trash bill in the ocean. Um, but back to Ketco, um, Andrea is just really pushing getting some stuff on Lex, you know, she wants that Luther angle, um, so she uses the medallion and her powers to get into the Luther mansion, she's walking around, and what does she find, ooh, some of the papers that Lex had on Supergirl, John, and Brainy, fun, yeah, so, that's always fun, um, because, um, William did some investigating on the trash bill, and a third party spilled the trash, not the DEO or Lex, so it's not really illegal, so there's really no story on it, so it seems like it's more of the system than it is Lex, and so that's why Andrea was furious and needed some info. Um, but back to the trash bill, uh, Kellex starts to malfunctions. And he, instead of absorbing trash, he's attracting it. So it's like sticking to his body. He's like a magnet. Um, so Kara puts on that crypto suit. Thank you, Lena Luther, And goes to get him. Um, but meanwhile, in the tower, Brainy, Lena, Alex, and Zero are thinking of a way to stop Kellex. And they're talking back and forth, thinking. And then Brainy gets the idea of using a virus, like a computer virus, on Kellex, but Zarel greatly disagrees, um, because that would in turn, like, almost destroy Kellex, and he's like, no, I can fix this, it's gonna be okay, but, um, he eventually gives in, because they're like, this is the only way it's gonna work, um, but, also now, Kellex is a big uh, trash monster, which is a very interesting first episode to come back to. I'll talk more about that later. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I have some thoughts. Um, 
So they all go out. Brainy releases the drone with the virus to go um, to get Kellex. Um, but it doesn't work. So uh, he goes in himself. Brainy goes to help, but gets hit and then gets exposed to kryptonite because that was obviously in the stuff from the DEO. So she can't do anything now. Um, but yeah, so Brady's in the trash monster. He hits, gets the virus into Kellex and comes down. Kellex is done for. Brady comes out of the trash monster with Kellex. And then that sort of big pile of trash um, is there. And so Supergirl takes it and throws it into the sun. Smart thinking us. I almost thought that she was just going to throw it back into the ocean. I was like, that did not fix the problem. And then she flew it into the sun. I was like, okay. Feels better. It can burn up there. Is that good? No. But is it going to affect Earth? Maybe, maybe not. Probably not in the long run. So it's all right. Um, Zarel has decided to go back to Argo City and see Allura. Um, He's a little nervous about it. Um, just because seeing Allura and Argo City and stuff brings back a lot of guilt for the stuff that happened when Krypton blew up. But Kara reassures him that that won't be a problem, and they have a nice talk about it, nice father-daughter talk. Um, and Lena comes in and tells Zorel that Brainy's ready to take him to Argo City, and they're talking, and then there's just this, like, shot on Lena after that, she doesn't say anything. It's just Melina. I mean, I'm not complaining because Katie McGrath looks great. But my question is why? Why that shot on her? Does it have to do with her realizing that she wants to reconnect with her sort of long lost parent, her mom? Or is she just staring at Kara? Because same, I would be too. Um, but back to... Andrea, um, Andrea ends up publishing William's article, surprisingly. Um, but Andrea has decided that she really wants to focus on the super friends now, who is actually stopping the bad guys and not just focusing on the bad guys. And she has decided that William is going to be the one to work on this sort of article, series of articles. Um, it's a little hesitant, but you know, Andrea's forceful. If you don't like what Andrea has to say, then you can leave pretty much and not what William's going to do. Um, and then we cut to Lena in a car. She's calling Mia, um, explaining that she's going to go home and find out more about her mom. Where is her home? I don't freaking know. But she's going to go home, which is really nice. So I'm excited to see where that goes. Um, my only question is, is why did we not get to see the call with Kara? She tells Mia that she just got off the phone with Kara. Why didn't we get to hear that conversation? I'd rather hear that conversation. Now, I know Lena and Nia have been having this connection between sort of their trauma with their moms. But I'd really like to hear that conversation between Kara and Lena. Just me. I don't know. Um, And then back in Kara's apartment, finally. I think this is, like, the first time that we've been back in Kara's apartment. Um... Kara starts opening up to Alex about the Phantom Zone. It's really hard and really quick, to be honest. So I was surprised. But yeah, she's 
Alex is like, you don't have to do this. And Cora's like, no, I really should. But it was a really nice Danvers sisters moment. Great to come back to um, after a long break. Um, another note about um, the conversation is there's a really nice connection to Iris and Central City. I love having these little Easter egg mentions of characters from different shows. And I really feel Kara kind of wanting to get in back into her journalism roots. And I'm excited to see that. Um, and then we have a cliffhanger for the last scene. Nia in bed and she just wakes up and she says, Nixley. And so she's had a dream about Nixley. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah. So looks like Nixley's coming back. Nixley Nixley is sticking around. Um I thought maybe this was a kind of first half is this villain, second half is this villain, sort of season four us with um whatever his name is and Lex, you know. But we're gonna have Nixley the whole season, I guess. So that'd be fun. Um, because if we do remember, Nixley did hitch a ride on the ship coming out of the Phantom Zone, so we don't quite know what she, where she is, what she's up to. Um, but yeah, um, this was an interesting episode to come back to after a break. Um, not a horrible episode, but just kind of lighthearted, some fun moments. Um. And a little um, intimate moments here and there. Nothing too hard-hitting. Which is okay, kind of hoping, easing their way uh, back into the rest of the season. Plenty more episodes left to go. This is episode 8 out of 20. So we're almost exactly halfway through. We've got 12 more episodes left. And the rest of the season's great. And I'm excited to talk about it. So thanks guys for listening. Glad to be back. Glad to be talking about shows again. I hope you guys enjoyed. And that's the end of the episode, guys. Remember, follow me on Instagram at Bailey's underscore vlogs underscore Twitter at Bailey's TV Rants and on TikTok at Naughty Hot. Thanks all for listening, and I'll see you guys next time.